This is Voyager Time 2022, baby. Welcome back to all of us. Sarah, welcome back. Thank you. Ben, welcome back. Thank you. Nathan, it's a pleasure to have you. Welcome back. Thank you. Some Sometimes you just want to go where everyone knows your name. And they're and always glad you came. Sometimes we must nucleate a large number of cells to collect enough genetic material for a strapping horse whisperer or a sexy hitman or whatever. I'm Andrew, and with me today is... Sarah. Ben. <laughs> Nathan, welcome to the normal opening of our show. <laughs> this is Where new Andrew, season. Andrew new wants season. to let everybody know our names new a couple year. of times. New well, year, new us. You want to give that one more go, Andrew, just the, so we get the third... You know, no, this rule is the we're bring- This is the energy we're bringing to 2022. You want me to do it again, Ben? I'll do it again. No, Hello, no, no, no. This if, is if it's 2022, we're doing it twice because twos. Come on. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Hello, hello. This, this is, is <laughs> no, no, Voyager. No, no, no. Oh my god. <laughs> I don't understand what you want me to do here. I'm confused too. <laughs> <laughs> I want you to move on. Okay, let's just, yes, what, what were the episodes? Today, we're talking about Voyager Season 3, Episode 20, Favorite Son. Harry Kim is drawn to a planet that is nearly all women. The Voyager has fired 19 of its 38 photon torpedoes. Once again, the Wikipedia synopsis for these episodes, uh, perfect brevity. Yeah, this is a real banger of an episode, wasn't it? <laughs> it's one way to put it. <laughs> that was... Banger. Sarah. <laughs> I hardly know her. Oh! <laughs> it doesn't make sense if you don't know that I'm trying to be Harry. <laughs> oh god! This episode's really dumb. It was so it was bad. Not good. It was not good. It was. It was. It was not. It was that good. <laughs> it's a very Star Trek Voyager move to take your most asexual character and make them the star of the sex planet. Oh my god! god. Well, okay, I, he was in that People magazine thing, so he mm-hmm. is not a sex. I'm not talking about. Character. I'm not talking about Garrett Wang. I'm talking about Harry Kim. Wong. <laughs> Wang. Wang. It's spelled with an O. <laughs> or an A. Wong. It is an A, but he's, it's Wong. That's, That's how right. you pronounce okay. it. Gary Gary Wang and the Sexy Planet. Oh my god! <laughs> Is that your uh, Fifty Shades style fanfic from here? Yeah, I, um, I feel like this already was a fanfic episode. God, it, well, it was so it was written like one. Who yeah. wrote the fan fiction? Tom? <laughs> no, definitely not Tom. There's no way that Tom would write. Well, unless he's into cuckolding. <laughs> It was a Neelix self-insert one, but he did accidentally <laughs> made it about his friend instead, and then was like, mm-hmm. "Oh no!" You know, we I almost went this whole episode without Neelix, so he just pops up at the end for like five seconds. God, mm-hmm. it was so great. Can I can I just like posit that uh, the hornier a Voyager episode is, the worse it's going to be? Because I don't think we've had a horny Voyager episode yet that has been good. What was the one where Balana was fantasizing about sleeping with Chakotay? <laughs> I don't remember. Uh, well, it was like a... I don't remember the actual plot of that episode, but... I remember that scene. That was legitimately uh, yeah. sexy. Okay, I have a fact about this episode that... Oh, it's not about Balana. That okay. refutes the idea that Tom wouldn't write a fan fiction about this. 
Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> In the Virtual Voyager subgame of the Star Trek Voyager Elite Force Expansion Pack, seven <laughs> okay. of nine mentions that Paris has written a hollow novel program entitled <laughs> Manslave of Teresia based oh. on Kim's experiences oh. in this episode. All Wait, right. for real? Yes. Whoa. Holy <laughs> shit. <laughs> what? Apparently there was a Voyager game and this oh. was in it. <laughs> what? Wow. That, of all the episodes. <laughs> Of all the episodes, wow. all the episodes to reference, they chose this garbage. Yeah, well, it's, it's got to be a reference to the game's uh, leather goddesses of Phobos, right? I do not know. <sighs> I, I haven't yeah, read. I don't know. But I don't know about this game, was, but it does look very nineties. Uh, <clears throat> oh, but it I was, was released in two thousand one. <laughs> I mean, I was I was homeschooled, so I probably wasn't allowed that one. <laughs> <laughs> that didn't make the short list. <laughs> this is a video game released uh, in 1986. No. Sarah just no, no, no. said 2001. No, no, no. Sex Goddesses of Phobos. Oh, I was like, that's impossible. Voyager didn't exist yet. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I, I'm reading about it right now. And I'm, I'm learning. So this is a, a. So back in the 80s, early 90s, there they didn't have anything like DRM, digital rights management or anything like that. There's no copy protection. So to get around people pirating the game, there were all sorts of crazy solutions. There were things you could get like, like these code rotors, kind of like a little like cardboard enigma machine and other things. But this is my favorite one. I've never heard of this before. This is absolutely the copy protection for leather goddesses of Phobos involved a um, 3d comic book containing vital hints to the game, 3d glasses for the comic book, which you would need to, to unlock the game. And also, a scratch and sniff card. Um, in my understanding that uh, you would scratch off what you needed in order to open the uh, the game up. So like you would ask you like what's on the card, what what smell would this be, and you'd have to enter that in during installation to uh, uh, to, to to open uh, to make the game work. Why don't we have scratch and sniff? Why don't we have like easy anti cheat, but not scratch and sniff? <laughs> I don't know. Seems complicated. I'm I'm bored of this Star Trek episode. We haven't even talked about any of it. <laughs> Andrew's like, I, I, I do not want to talk about any part of this because All right. it just wait, sucks. Wait, wait. Someone else do this episode. Um, the part <laughs> when Balana says, what happened to your face? You didn't like that when she's like, what happened to your face? That's how she said it. I liked mm-hmm, that line. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to read you my notes. Okay. Mm-hmm. okay, okay. Uh, <laughs> This literally makes no sense. How the fuck did they allegedly get to Earth? Okay, this is truly my biggest issue with this episode is why they didn't question this more. Like, they were like, oh, I guess he's an alien. Okay. Sure. Why not? (laughs) Because, yeah, so since we didn't actually explain anything about what happens in this episode, Harry gets, like, a magic virus that makes him think he's an alien (laughs) from this planet, and he goes there, and they all start hitting on him, and... In like a Trying really ch- awkward sort of like chaste way too. Like it was really weird. Mm-hmm. Chast. Chased. 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 A word was, I've only seen written. <laughs> it was a very, it was just uncomfortable the whole time. It really, really was. All of it, it was, was weird. Not- and the story mm-hmm. that they told him was like, well, you just, 
we're like seeded by some man from our planet who left with an embryo and somehow made it implanted it in Harry's mom without her knowing. It was like there's no men here because they all leave to spread their wild oats (laughs) that they picked up here and are taking somewhere else. And your father's the one of the ones who went furthest away. Yeah. Congratulations. You've made it the furthest. Why, which, okay, that part is the, the part that makes the least sense and why they should have been, like, questioning this more. How? Because if they have somebody who can get to the Alpha Quadrant... Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. shit. They should be more interested in... <laughs> yeah, right. ...how that happened. Also, why... If this was real, <laughs> if this was real, why would they go all the way out there? Yeah, what's the point of going to the no, Alpha they Quadrant? Had no, right. They had no idea, no way of knowing if he would be able to come back. So, Which is like, why? Get a little strange, you know. <laughs> if the goal is to make it to the Alpha Quadrant, he's more likely to die in the process of getting there than yeah. actually getting there. Let alone having a child. Or, like, having his child actually grow up and return home. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So, the only person on Voyager (laughs) that this would have made sense for them to do this storyline with is Neelix. Because he's from the Delta Quadrant. (sighs) Thank God they didn't. God, that would have been insufferable. (laughs) Uh, Well, no. Isn't Cass from the Delta Quadrant, too? Yeah, but she's not a man. Yeah, that's the one we should have seen, gender reversed. That would have been a good episode. I don't know about that. (laughs) (laughs) It certainly would have been more interesting than whatever, like, sexed harem thing they were aiming for here. Well, you didn't like that he got a chance to do a backward somersault on the bed? Mm Mm-hmm. No. It was pretty cool. (laughs) I mean... (laughs) It was very cool. It was the coolest thing Harry's done in the whole show so far. He died. Mm -hmm. Well, that's not very cool. Couple times. This Harry only died one. Would you qualify that as cool, Andrew? I mean, uh, he almost got vampired here, I guess. Yeah, like, what was the deal with that? Vampired? Yeah. yeah. Mummified? That was like the whole thing. No, well, it was a vampire thing. They no, like suck your life force out to your penis. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Is that what vampires do? As far yeah. as I know. <laughs> that's what the good ones do. I'm a space vampire. <laughs> I have a choice. That's how I want to go. Have my life force drained from me via my penis. So I read that initially this was supposed to be, they were actually going to permanently make Harry Kim an alien, which I thought would have been a a strange but cool choice. Um, And then all this other crap with it, uh, with more sexy ladies and they want it sexier and darker was the note from the network. So that's why it (laughs) kind of turned into the mess that it was. Yeah. Frankly, I, I I don't I don't know how this could have been better. The premise is kind of flawed. Well, it could it it's pretty stupid. What they should have had it be something more mysterious. Have them being connecting up with somebody who is another outsider who's like investigating it, or have like the other aliens that they run into trying to rescue somebody else, and then Harry gets caught up in it, and it's like I don't know. There's just Remember the episode where Tuvok finds those kids? Oh, yeah. And they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Not actually kids, but it's like, stop interfering with our affairs or whatever. I just feel like something closer to that vibe. Yeah. Like where there's some mysterious thing happening here and we don't have the whole story, but 
I don't, I mean, because that's kind of the same premise here. It's just that it was such a boring way to explore it. I don't know. Yeah. Like, I think I also would have been able to help this is like, if they had been able to do any level of foreshadowing for like a character actually being like part alien yeah. along the way. Yeah. But with the form, with the format of Voyager as it is, where it's so episodic and it sometimes it feels like they forget <laughs> that past episodes even exist. Yeah. It's not, it was not really realistic. I totally agree with you. I will say that it is such a bold move to decide halfway through your third season that you're just going to make one of your characters an alien that I would have just like leaned into the absurdity mm. of it. <laughs> like objectively it's yeah. terrible writing, mm-hmm. but from a story perspective, I'm like, Oh, okay. I'll give that one to you. I think the other thing that I would have liked in this episode was just more evidence of Harry's imposter syndrome being mm-hmm. like, cause that felt like they were trying to like do something with his character and make him have like, have character (laughs) and then Mm -hmm. and then it was just him the whole entire thing it was just him sitting there telling that guy basically just being like well when I was growing up I had imposter syndrome like he might as well have just been saying it Mm -hmm. and it's like this could be more interesting if it was something where like if it if it hadn't started with this like fight and it was like okay we're meeting with these aliens to like have an exchange of resources or something and then Harry is on the like away mission convoy or something and they pick him out of the crowd or something and make him feel special in like a we mm-hmm. see you kind of way instead of a he touched a rock and licked mm-hmm. it or something and that's how mm-hmm. he got this virus that turned yeah, him into an true. alien because that's com- that's pure chance if they if they just leaned into the character mm-hmm. building side of it it could have been somewhat interesting I, that's a really interesting a, a much more interesting story. I really like mm-hmm. that. I think ultimately they would have bumped up against the problem of them having like this really horny, basic, not interesting planet premise. Like, like the, <laughs> the, the planet of horny, attractive yeah. women is just like not, is that like a thing men wanted in the nineties? I don't know. Um, yes. I, I think you would have run into problems there, but um, no, I really like the, like, building it around the character like that. And it, all, the building blocks are there. Yeah. That would have been such an interesting way of doing it. And then you get so much more, a more compelling reason for why the crew would want to get him back. Like why is, there's just so much more to work with. Yeah. The thing that I, that really bothered me about this was like, I couldn't find any compelling reason that Harry wouldn't want to be, like why was he resisting the entire time? ostensibly he is attracted to these women. So why is he fighting it like this? They're giving him like any, everything he wants. Maybe he just wants to get to know them. First. <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> they, I mean, he shows up at this planet and they're basically like, Hey, do you want to <laughs> do an orgy? Like right. instantly. And he's like, I don't know. I feel like it might be a little overwhelming. Also to be told the very compelling lie that you're very special. And you came from our planet originally your magical alien man. I don't know. Just a lot of processing probably was going yeah, on. Sure. Yeah. There just, there was nothing textual to explain why he was so hell bent on not being there. Right. Yeah. I mean, the world well, real answer is that he's not over Tom. Right, exactly. <laughs> I mean, obviously based off that ending, <laughs> Tom's not over him either. They just can't be together. Tortured. Mm-hmm. Star crossed. Mm-hmm. This, yes. tor- this tor- poor tortured yeah. couple. Yes. 
a romance for the ages. A true modern Romeo and Juliet. <laughs> it's a, such a disappointment that they missed out mm-hmm. on this in the 90s. 30 years ago, <laughs> they, were like, they didn't realize the beautiful romance that they could have had. I wonder if they addressed that all in the Delta Flyers. <laughs> I cannot possibly imagine how that conversation would go. <laughs> no. Are you kidding me? <laughs> what the fuck are you on about, Nate? <laughs> I just... I really... They're not gonna. They're not gonna address these hard hitting issues that we no, are. I just want they're not the actors themselves think, to acknowledge. You know this. what? I I really wonder. I think I remember one of the earlier episodes. They were like, "Yeah, and did you know that there's fan fiction out there where people write about Tom and Harry being <laughs> together? Like they talk like that." I was listening to some of the episode about this episode. <laughs> hoping for something interesting or for them to be like yeah this episode was kind of bad huh and the i didn't get through all of it mostly mostly what they like to do is talk about how they're friends with the people who are the extras or in the <laughs> yeah. stars or whatever and it's so boring mm-hmm. it's unfortunate when most of the guest stars that they have are also just like Ugh. not yeah interesting they're like guest stars. yeah this one guy whoever played Taman or whatever that the other yeah. alien guy they spend forever mm-hmm. talking about him and how Garrett Wong went golfing with alone <laughs> and they matched him with the, they like put him in a group with these other three guys. And like, by the end of the time they were golfing, one of the dudes who was, they'd been super nice and friendly and they turned and looked at him and he's like, aren't you on Star Trek Voyager? And Garrett Wong was like, Taman? Like he forgot his oh name. <laughs> that was the entire story. <laughs> Jesus. Oh that's what I love in my uh, Star Trek For the record, when I was looking at <laughs> Star Trek podcasts golf stories. So I can just kiss, <laughs> yes. kiss the idea of ever having them on this podcast goodbye now, right? Because mm-hmm. I just talked a bunch of shit. <laughs> Almost definitely. Yeah. Sorry. They wouldn't listen to this before that. They wouldn't listen to this. They're just like dorky dads, yeah. and that's fine. It's just... That's the exact energy yeah. I expect. I know. I, to, I, to I don't know... What, who the po- honestly I have no idea who that podcast is actually for other than just them. them. <laughs> yeah. Wait, <laughs> <Because> hold on. <laughs> it's it's not interesting to listen to. I can't fault Two them. Of First of all, we talk about dorky dads. What do you think Nate and I are? And also, who is this podcast for? <laughs> oh no, I. That's, I was going to no, say I can't I'm fault under them on no that. No delusions <laughs> of who this is for. This is for us, and that's it. Our loyal Our, fan base. Hello, I'd everybody. That most um, podcasts start out for the, yeah. <laughs> the people recording them. Right. But like, okay, but from an outside perspective, it's like, okay, these are two actual famous people, not just mm-hmm. us randoms who just got microphones and started doing this. These are like people who have a built-in fan base. And then they sit there. Instead of talking about the episode, the thing that people know them from, they talk about the guest stars that was or like the extras that were in like one scene is like oh yeah that guy used to be a stand-in for me and we knew each other from this and this and this and i'm like why do you think that's what we're here for (laughs) cut this part out just skip this part just read the fanfic my god anyway this literally happened on the scrubs podcast too they had their all of their stand-ins show up for an episode and then they all they did was just be like oh so how's so and so like this person's wife like it was just them catching up it was insufferable But there's so many people who are listening to it and like just love when it. they yes. could be people here. love that yeah. shit for they whatever could reason. Be here instead, <laughs> getting like, this yeah. good content instead of listening to the Scrubs podcast. Listen to us; it's the same thing. There's hilariously there's a uh, 
a Scrubs rewatch podcast, rewatch pod or re-listen podcast where people do a meta version of listening <laughs> to the podcast. That's why I don't understand. That's I don't. I don't understand it either, but it's very funny. There is one way that those rewatch podcasts. So I think generally having like the cast member on the show is like your death knell because yeah, all they want to do is talk about like, it's just them catching up and reminiscing stuff. There is one podcast that worked and it was because they paired a cast member on the show with uh, someone who's just a fan. And so it wasn't just two people talking. Mm -hmm. It was actually like, it was the, basically an interviewer and the subjects, and the subject had all this inside information, and the the fan yeah. was actually like hosting the show, and that worked. Right, really well. hmm. the fans like this is what we actually care right. about and want to hear you talk about, not that random mm-hmm. shit. If you're curious, yeah. it's the um the West Wing rewatch rewatch. The, oh it's yeah, the, yeah, West the, Wing Weekly. Yes, that's it. Yeah, my my mother in law loves it. Yeah, that's cool. Anyway, what were we talking about? Voyager? I don't know. Okay, the last thing I have to say about this episode is so at the end when Harry's getting like surrounded by these women mm-hmm. and they're like beating him with sticks and stuff or whatever mm-hmm. they were doing, the lady that he actually like wrestles mm-hmm. with wrestles is named Patricia Tallman and she was a very main character <laughs> in Babylon 5, really? <laughs> which was one of my all-time favorite shows and I was so weirded out because she doesn't even have lion in this episode. She doesn't say anything. All she does is fight Harry kind of. bizarre. And this was like the same time. The shows were on at like very, they were still, I don't know. Like she was in a couple seasons of Babylon 5 as a very important main character. And I don't know what she's doing here, but (laughs) it was. I think she just did it to be like a friend. Like one of the producers. I don't know. Can you stand in for this for us? Maybe. Like, hey, you have Mm -hmm. combat training. (laughs) (laughs) Can you beat the shit out of Garrett Wong for us? (laughs) No, I mean, just like, you know, the the fake fighting skills. I don't know what it's called. Fake fighting. I have no idea. She's not a character that does that on Babylon 5 either. So I don't know what was going on with that. So it sounds like she actually literally just was there to Mm -hmm. beat Garrett Wong up. Maybe. But she was a, she was like a she was a telepath on Babylon Five, mm. and an empath like a like actual superpower empath. And in this episode too, actually, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we just didn't yeah, ever get to hear about that backstory. We didn't, yeah, we didn't get to know about what was going we on. Learned about that too quick of a story, Sarah. I sincerely thank you for going the extra mile and doing some fucking work <laughs> on this one because I had nothing. I four notes. <laughs> yeah, it was a. Uh, I just thought it was just well. I watched it twice. Yeah. Watched it twice. <laughs> because I watched it two months oh. ago or whatever. And <laughs> we then were I originally going to w- talk about it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, I did the same thing. Sarah messaged me partway through the day, going, "God, I forgot how bad this episode was." <laughs> <laughs> no, what I said was, "I'm bitter that it's this episode." <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, sorry. <laughs> but I was just like, I'm five anyway, minutes in, and yeah. I remember why I hate it. <laughs> yeah. They spent this entire episode doing a literary allusion to actual sirens, and then they had to spell it out at the end. Yeah. They're like, nah, our audience, definitely not smart enough to know what sirens are. Okay, So we're be- just going to make sure that everybody gets to know <laughs> for sure. To be fair, they didn't, I didn't see that coming, but it felt so yeah. like, it felt like it would have felt more, uh interesting to make that comparison without them being like it was sirens remember that yeah story <laughs> yeah. because mm-hmm. it doesn't really it's not really like that 
It wasn't really huh? like that because huh? yeah, sirens sing to lure you in. Harry wasn't lured in basically the entire time. He was just kind of like, okay, I guess this is a thing that's happening to me. And then he leaves at the end. It's not like he was Odysseus. Like, yeah. was he comparing himself to Odysseus? That yes. he wishes. That is absolutely what he what he was doing there. <laughs> you're right. You're right. It was definitely them putting sirens up, it, like the actual siren thing up there, and being like, "Isn't Any this takers? great? Didn't we just didn't we just kind of do a didn't we just kind of do a siren thing? Yeah, but see, that'd be like if you know." hear the sirens and was like hey stop it stop that singing <laughs> yeah. yeah i don't like you singing okay I guess oh i do sing. like the singing a little bit but also the i'm concerned because i did see but... you kill somebody else and now i'm a little more concerned <laughs> it's like he gave in to the sirens and then had to escape them yeah yeah lisa clink the writer that we know we like most of the time I think she did the best that she could with what she was given here based on the mm-hmm. what we were talking about before with the writing being mm-hmm. tumultuous and them asking for <laughs> things that weren't in the script originally. Because I don't think any of the other writers would be would try to be like, it was like a Greek myth. Please don't hate this episode. <laughs> we tried to do something interesting. Like That's a yeah. far I like that. That version is far more positive towards that. Instead of They're my like ang- pure trying anger to, at trying it. to resolve it and be like, okay, what please, is this? It's please, kind I was of trying like to this. do something. <laughs> well, yeah. in the Memory Alpha article, they talk about how excited everybody was to film it before, like early on in the process. That it was a really good script with a good story. Yeah, and it was only after things changed that people are like, Wah. yeah, it was a too many, too many fingers in the pot type of thing here. <laughs> Everyone's yeah. like, but I want it to be like this, and I want it to be like this, and then the people who were making the decision were the pretty were like the head honcho people. They're like, mm-hmm. you have to do it like this. And I was like, all right, well, this is gonna suck. Make <laughs> it horny. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Make it hornier, damn it. Yeah. yeah. I mean BDSM in Star Trek is more likely than you think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We need to have a conversation about the lack of consent involved here too. Oh, it mm-hmm. was all over everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 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 Not good. Are we actually going to talk about it or just say it was bad? Oh, do you want me to talk about it? We don't have to, but you said we need to have a conversation about it. Oh, so I, just, I thought we were going to I didn't mean now. I thought you were going to. Yeah, I thought you were about to start a conversation about it. Yeah. Let's, let's have a conversation about informed consent. Uh, what is the word I'm looking for? Enthusiastic consent. Yeah. Uh, if you're going to do something like BDSM, which involves uh, exchange of power or things that could be otherwise abusive, you have to make sure that you and your partner have strong consent before you do it. Yes. Not, not, you can't tie a lady to a chair and be like, no, you're going to like it. It's fine. It's not okay. <laughs> and then it hit her it friend with the, with the right. paperweight or whatever. You can only do that if I mean, they okay. say they want that. That's bad. But also they were trying to kill him. So. They, <laughs> so he, I mean, also yeah. bad. Also should have gotten consent on that one. <laughs> they were, they were being creepy the whole time and like trying to get him to do things that he didn't want to do and kept saying he didn't want to do. So uh, Yeah. I think that they're the ones with the more egregious uh-huh. issues here. I did have in my notes, like literally Harry tying up these women and assaulting them. They <laughs> yeah. did kidnap him and want to kill him. <laughs> yeah. So I think so... He's, just, he's just in survival mode. He's like, I got to yeah. do something because he wasn't actually going to 
do anything to no. them. No, when he no, hits no, the no, lady, no. he even apologizes. So like this is sorry. <laughs> he's like, I'm just trying to get away. Honestly, anyway. I think the reason it feels so weird is because of the the sex quality to it all. Yeah, it had just been like that's your not his standard. fault though. No, it's the writer's fault. That's fair. You're right. That's the writer's <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> fault in this case. Because <laughs> like if it had just been a situation where it was like your bog standard kidnapping, like it wouldn't have felt weird. It would have felt like, ooh, action, swashbuckling, like, you know, yeah. the feelings you're used to having. But when then you put like this weird like, Harry, we want to give you everything you want. Let's just make you feel good. And then it be- turns like weird and uncomfortable in like a consenty bad way. Yeah. Well, and then the- there's even the other aspect, like obviously this ended up being a lie, but what they were saying about how, yeah, we are the men on our planet leave and then they somehow mysteriously impregnate strangers on other planets and don't tell them. <laughs> and that's now, fine. That- and that's just how we reproduce. Like it was a lie, but it was still like, how are people okay with hearing that story <laughs> and being yeah, like, right. it's fine, I guess. I don't think they say I'm pregnant. I think they are very careful to say something like, um, like implant, okay, an embryo or something, okay, which is like not better. <laughs> no, it's, <laughs> it's still bad, especially since there was the you know implication that his parents just couldn't have kids, and then suddenly he came along and it was a miracle. And it turned out in the span of this episode, obviously, it wasn't real, but. It's ter- like to have that being like, oh, it was just an alien who did it. Like, <laughs> it's I don't my know, it's... miracle alien baby. <laughs> it's just very creepy. Yeah. And I, yes. that's again, back to the thing that I didn't understand is why everyone was just like, everything's fine with this story. It checks out. Oh, yeah. We'll just leave Harry here for a while. <laughs> and, Jane might really yeah, drop the ball leave? on this one. They left to go like negotiate with those aliens who attacked them. Oh, right. Whatever happened to the, I don't remember. I really checked out from this episode. There was nothing. It didn't, none of it made sense. So the aliens attacked because they saw that Harry was infected by this virus and they were trying to, they're like enemies of the other aliens. Sure. Okay, Which, I'll okay, fine. But then why didn't they tell them that? Why didn't uh, they say. Right. Hey, we have an issue with there, that guy. He's bat. infected yeah. by the alien virus that does blah, blah, blah. Like, why didn't he? They could have avoided the entire need- situation. He wouldn't have gone to the planet. The episode wouldn't <laughs> have happened. Yeah, they, yeah, maybe had they saw no, the script. no reason to be cryptic about it. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. <laughs> we can be done. I'm done. Are we you know, done? They could have actually done something really interesting where they could, like, the aliens could have been trying to warn them, but, like, they couldn't communicate for whatever reason. Like, they don't speak or something. Yeah. Alien, like that. They could, they could have done something there. Or, yeah, the translator doesn't work. Yeah, the translator doesn't solved. work. You could have anything. Problem solved. Oh, their translator is not working with our systems. Or, like, it could have been, like, we'll, we'll figure it out slowly over time. And you could have that great reveal where, like, they realize alien virus at the same time that uh, Harry realizes what's going on. And then it's like, oh, you get that cool, like, ad break right there, the cliffhanger. What are they going to do? Yeah. That would have been great. Why didn't they hire us to write this? I don't, because we were, like, <laughs> I was, like, we 10. We were, like, five years old, Andrew. I was, like, 10. <laughs> I could have given them I, some ideas. I Yeah. I Yeah. Mm. Let's go back in time. Like if, we, <laughs> if we could go back in time, what would we do? Not kill Hitler. We would have fixed Star Trek Voyager. <laughs> would have invested in Google, and now I'd be a fucking billionaire and spending uh-huh. all that money on good things. Like fixing Star Trek Voyager. Exactly. Yeah. The alternate version of history that we want and deserve. 
All right. I am boggled that we managed to spend 45 minutes talking about this fucking episode <laughs> I, okay. of television. I, I I anticipated us having a lot to say about how about this episode from it just being garbage, like <laughs> steaming a garbage because it's one of those like we all we've talked about how like the best episodes to talk about are the really good ones and the really shit ones. And yeah. this is in the really shit one category. <laughs> yeah, I think it's, it's the, the worst ones are the middle that middle section. Yeah, that's yeah. true. This episode is the last episode of a three episode stretch that of shitty, shitty episodes in the third season. So hopefully for a while, we'll we at least are going to be better than this. <laughs> oh God, can only go up. The thing is, this episode didn't didn't even make me mad. I was just bored. It was very bored. Side. It felt very long. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like even the second time watching it, I was like, I know what happens, but I'm still. It felt like, longer. It's yeah. Yeah. I believe so, it. Anyway. <sighs> All right. Well, my God, please, Nathan, tell me you don't have anything else to say about this. Well, actually, God damn it. <laughs> I don't. That's what I was going to say. Uh, okay. This week, we also watched Adventure Time season five, episode 17. BMO lost. BMO is kidnapped by an eagle and then is forced to find a way home. On their way, Bimo meets Bubble, voiced by LeVar Burton, and a baby, and the three decide to journey home together. Bimo and Bubble grow attached to the child until the baby's mother finds and takes it, devastating Bimo. The remaining two make their way back home and profess their love for each other until Jake pops Bubble. Bimo's sadness is short-lived, however, as Bubble is revealed to actually be heir and will now be with Bimo forever. All right, and season five, episode 18, Princess Potluck. Ice King does not get an invitation to the princess's potluck, so he tries to ruin the party in a myriad of ways, such as sending Gunter, disguised as a princess, to throw fruit punch on everyone, throwing another party to rival the princesses. Eventually, he attacks the party, but learns that the princesses did invite him via mail, but he never bothered to read it. Oh, Andrew, I did actually want to loop back to the Voyager. I will <laughs> fucking, I... <laughs> yes, Benjamin? No, I just wanted that reaction. Uh, God. Um, so, Thank you for giving me exactly what I wanted. <laughs> if um, Finn and or Jake was kidnapped by a giant eagle and deposited in the woods somewhere, that would be like a fine episode. You'd be like, oh, what a fun adventure. Mm-hmm. Uh, when it happens to Bimo, a child, I am like, oh no, this is not <laughs> yeah. okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. Immediately baby birded. Yeah. Uh, it turned out, I think, pretty much all right in the end. But he, yeah, it was, I, it was like, I was upset for Bimo here. Yeah. I mean, when poor Bimo broke their screen, that's probably like the saddest thing we've seen. Oh, I, know. God, I know. <laughs> in poor, Adventure Time. Poor Bimo got bored. The ending was yeah. so. Such a roller coaster. It was like a three minute, like, real journey because they get back and then he's like, he gets engaged to Bubble and then, (laughs) and then Jake pops Bubble and Bebo is like shaking and (laughs) weeping with grief and Jake and Finn are laughing, which was upsetting. And then it turns out actually air is everywhere and he'll be with you forever, always, all the time. And that sounds very sinister. And then Bimo's excited uh-huh. at the end and that's the end. I was like, wow, there's a lot of feelings that just happened. Uh-huh. Yeah. Very ominous. Yeah. Monologue. 
But I like the idea that LeVar Burton is everywhere. Mm-hmm. I like to think watching. that LeVar Burton is everywhere. Always no fly in the sky. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 thank God, I don't have much to say about these episodes. The, the moment where Jake pops bubble was like horrible, just like gut-wrenchingly terrible. The reaction to it and everything is just brutal. Mm-hmm. But then you take a step back and think about it and like, Somehow that episode convinced me that Bubble wanting to marry Bimo was a good thing. (laughs) (laughs) But it's totally insane and there's no reason for you to have any feelings about it. I mean, I didn't really care about their engagement. They raised a a baby together, Andrew. They rescued a baby. Kind they, of, yeah. They kidnapped a baby, a baby together. <laughs> yeah, you, that's something that also, you go bridge. through. Also, yeah, that baby crawling off the bridge is like so realistic in the oh sense God, of like kids are actively always trying to like kill themselves somehow. Because <laughs> it was crawling straight across the bridge and then just turns 90 degrees. And, and just runs. Crawls yeah. out right off. He was always, I was like, wait, no, why? but why? Why would you do that? Yeah. Eat your potato, Ricky. <laughs> I didn't I didn't Sparkle. really I my feelings weren't like I'm sad that Bimo's fiance has died or disappeared or whatever. It was more like I was sad that Bimo was sad and like right. experiencing mm-hmm. this like extremely yeah. traumatic event. No, that's a good All while Jake and Finn are just laughing. Yeah. It was It was yeah. shocking is how I feel. Yeah. yeah. I thought the baby was um awful to look at. <laughs> <laughs> Big terrible lumpy their- baby with <laughs> with yeah. what the fuck was going on with the hand? I don't. That's, that's the call. Like how they communicate. I I understood Pretty, yeah. that, but what? Pretty normal looking <laughs> hand to me, flat? frankly. Get out, fuck off, Andrew. <laughs> <laughs> There's a great comic, and I will find it and I will share it in uh, somewhere that everyone can see it in the show notes. Um, <laughs> Where you it's when you take pictures of your newborn and you're like, oh, what a perfect angel. And then you go back and look at it like six months later. Like, what was I thinking? Look at this horrible little monster. <laughs> I swear every baby looks like an old man. That's uh-huh. just. Yeah. That's it. Yep. I did appreciate Bimo's like tiniest throw of the mushroom trying to like protect. Right. <laughs> yeah. Just those moments of like Bimo showing courage. It's just like. Yes, you you go, Bimo. Yeah, <laughs> you do your thing. Bimo is tough as nails and just a uh, total weird alien creature. Mm-hmm. I have to have to say, I appreciate the fact that like watching anything that is focused on Bimo, I do constantly feel like I just don't understand how be like Bimo's entire reaction process to some things. <laughs> It's like this is this is alien to me because Bimo is essentially an alien to me. Yeah. Being a thing that like does not care about things the way that humans would. So. Right. Well, it's impressive. Yeah, it's also it's not just um it's not just that Bimo is like unpredictably weird. It's that right. Bimo is also like so innocent's not even the right word. Like they're so you just want to protect them. Mhm. And so anything that they, any, any antics they get up to, I feel like are super high stakes because like the consequences of things going are like this little innocent creature, like being ruined forever. And you just, you don't want to see that. 
I, I believe the term you are looking for is uh, BMO is baby. <laughs> yeah, BMO must, is baby. Yeah. Must protect baby. <laughs> BMO's weird alien baby. What about that other episode? My only note for this is, <laughs> oh God, hair teepees. <laughs> yeah. Nate, was it your name in the Discord that was Loose Grape Medley for a long time? And I forgot why. For <laughs> no, I, think that was, I think that was you. I'm pretty sure was that it? was you. Oh, man. It's been long enough that I don't remember, which is upsetting. <laughs> a snack of loose grapes and tortillas. I, I was legitimately looking at it being like a, a week or two ago whenever, it, whenever one of us was loose grape medley being like, why... What? Where did that come from again? I know I know it, but the re- there's the reason why. <laughs> I loved that when Ice King was making these phone calls, he had to get into a different costume to make the different voices. Yes. <laughs> the different characters. It's called method acting, man. Right. Like, I don't know. I can't think of a better way to do it, can you? Mm, no. No, you just want me to pretend so. to be someone else without you want me actually to just change my voice, but not my body. <laughs> True nonsense. Yeah, like pff, okay. I have to say, I definitely uh, heavily related to Ice King in this episode. Uh, you too can feel when people put things in your snow. Uh, no, uh, like I also I also make with your body hair. <laughs> I got a lot of it so maybe Uh, I know that beard hair is technically body hair but when you describe it like that it's so much worse God I don't call my fingernails like or hit cut hair like skin residue but that's what it is Mm -hmm. I technically that's that's bodily waste Mm -hmm. yeah Uh, what I was gonna say is I treat my male like ice king uh, where I just put it in a pile until it falls over and somebody else <laughs> needs to deal with it. Yeah. <laughs> Never opening it because I'm afraid of what it might might contain. That's why Ben is being sued by four different people right now. <laughs> no idea that it's happening. No, my wife did yell at me enough times that I was like, uh, I should probably start opening my mail. <laughs> God, you're stressing me out. <laughs> There could be anything in there. There could be important things in there. I mean, there never is, but there could be. Mm-hmm. The thing is, Andrew, there have been important things in there. Oh, <laughs> God. The, don't worry. This is a thing that happened like m- three years ago at this point. So, uh, Like what? What was it? I it was insurance stuff. Know. It was insurance stuff. You were going to say it was like your W-2 or something. No, <laughs> no. It was insurance stuff from after uh, Nicole had a back surgery. Oh, oh my so God, kind of God. important. Kind of important. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, I I rightfully got chewed out for that one. <laughs> oh <my God>. <laughs> <laughs> How long did you wait? Too long. Uh... <laughs> uh... Don't worry. It's all been taken care of. Everything's fine. Good. And I'm sure it was a lot easier to do it later than, than later, right? <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was not actually that much of a problem. It was just like some somebody needed to yell at the insurance to be like, hey, you do actually need to pay for this. But <sighs> I'm sure everything worked out fine, right? Yeah. yeah. No, it 
So it Andrew actually doesn't did. need to be stressed. <laughs> Andrew no. doesn't have to be stressed because everything went well, okay. Well, Ben, I'm I'm glad you learned your important lesson. Oh, wait, it sounds like you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> sounds like you didn't learn a single thing. I'm going to start sending you important letters just to see how long it takes you to reply to them. Well, a- address them to Nicole and then it'll get open. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's the life hack. <laughs> Also, now I know when I get mail because I can wave to the mailman every time he shows up and has a letter for me. Also, you know what's really cool? So it's going to blow your mind. They created this new thing. It's called a mailbox. And it's yeah. this place where the mail goes. And if you want to know if you got mail, all you have to do is go out and look at it. And you can see if there's mail in it or not. Yeah. And I see, the mail. I see him put the mail in my mailbox now. Whereas before it was far away and I didn't want to go to my mailbox all the time. Um, well, you only have to do it. The mail only comes once a day. So you only have to do it once a day. Yeah, that's too that's, many times. I mean, I there were days in my apartment when I just didn't want to go downstairs to the mailbox. It was too far yeah, away. No, that's fair because... That is that's leaving your house to do it, right? Like that's a whole different thing. Yes. Yeah, no, the, the, I'm talking. This is when we were in our apartment. Okay, all right. Well, I have <laughs> moderately more sympathy for you, <laughs> right, dude. We only got this house like, oh, I guess the fuck. It's almost a year ago now. Fuck. Yep. <laughs> okay, like it was. It was a couple years ago. Okay. All right. All right. All right. I'm still upset with you, but I'm I mean, so. I was wrong. I know this. <laughs> <laughs> All right, since we've been is, talking about the mail for the last Nate, 10 minutes, are you I think... still here? Yeah, but now I'm looking at baby pictures. Oh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> because baby. I'm going to encourage us to transition to the uh, closing part of our podcast. Does anyone have any grables oh this week? I do have a grable, but that's a very, very cute picture, Nate. That is a very Thank cute you. picture. It is. Oh. You've grown up so much since then. <laughs> it's amazing what a couple, you know, a few weeks will do. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> Grables. Do we have Grables? Yes. yes. Wow. Oh, okay. Ben, I want to hear your Grable. Uh, both Grable episode, me, Ben. Both episodes, me, Daddy. both episodes had marriages ended by death. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, that was, that was my same one. Good. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mine Did, was... Can we get, Sarah's got one too. Mine was going to be they both have people getting kidnapped. Oh. Because wait. Harry gets kidnapped and the baby gets kidnapped. The baby, yeah, the baby. That's, mm-hmm. yep. <laughs> <laughs> and Ice King kidnaps all those cats and bunnies. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that's all. I've got nothing for this one. Honestly, for of all the episodes for us to come back to in the new year, I wish we had stronger ones. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this was. Well, it's fine. Welcome back from Christmas break. Here's a fart in the wind followed by two little patoots. <laughs> toot toot. Dear listeners, I apologize for these bad episodes. On I thought you were going to say the- I apologize I'm for so- Ben's bad I'm- toot sound. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry that these episodes were like Ice King's party versus PB's party. Mm-hmm. They're, they're really they're, they're the hair teepees this, of This, this party is the knees of nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Ice King twerking in the corner. <laughs> uh, now that is something I'm into, but that's not for this podcast. <laughs> Got to subscribe to the Patreon for that one. Right. Just if you write me a nice letter, I'll tell you all about my Ice King fanfic. Well, embryo princesses, join us next week as we watch Star Trek Voyager season three, episode 21, before and after and Adventure Time season five, episode 19. 
James Baxter the horse and 20 Shh. I love how the name you picked we did not even say in this episode. <laughs> I, know. I know they were in the episode, but Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't matter. We'll just let that be mysterious. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh remember to rate and review us on iTunes and your podcast location of choice. I forget how I said that part before. Uh that was, that was it. Yeah, new year, new outro. Right. Yeah, uh, follow us on Twitter at Voyantra Time, Facebook Voyantra Time, and email us Voyantra Time at gmail dot com, and join us in our Discord server. The link is in the show notes. Chill as hell on that Discord. We need to say thank you to El Jefe Tacoma for the cool v- review they left for us. Remember? Yes, 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 mm-hmm. yes. Very good review. It made us happy. No crippling self doubt arose from no, that at all. It for was. Me. <laughs> it was Andrew does not have a crisis of... around the sound of his voice and <laughs> making sure that it sounds as cool and sexy as possible. It was uh, an incredibly lovely review. Thank you very much. Yes. Okay, Andrew. In the meantime, we are just going to wait for you here by the mausoleum with our backs turned and our defenses defenses low lowered and our defenses lowered and our defenses lowered lowered and our fences tall all right episode over (laughs) 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 come along with me Come on.